Hello, and welcome to Gaming Fix, episode 185 on August 14th, 2021. I'm your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite machine. I am joined today by Pat. That's a broad one. Yes. No. Um, trying be, to think. Yeah, it could be a simple machine. It could be a complex machine. It's, yeah, the, the, I, I don't know. World like, of machines is your oyster. My favorite machine is a gun. Wow, it's <laughs> not true. That's Spoken not true like at a all. true American. <laughs> USA, <laughs> hey, that just was USA. funny. It just came to me as being funny. Uh, no, um, it's not a gun. I don't know. It's like probably. Oh, my favorite machine is the 3D printed Hotas I saw that someone attached to an Xbox controller oh. um, in order to play uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator with a Hotas on Xbox. Okay, okay, it's that's literally rad. just plastic and rubber 3D printed to mm-hmm. to manipulate the sticks. Oh, <laughs> and it, like, oh my god, the I love that I'll find the video. so it's, much! It's, it's amazing. Okay. That's my favorite machine. That is the voice of Allison. Hi. So I was going to try to come up with something else, but I'm staring at one part of my BB-8 collection, so I got to go there. Okay. Like right in front of my face, there's like we've selected several. We've selected extremely useful machines. Hey, <laughs> you know, I was going to go with something like uh, life-changing, like the Iron Lung. Uh, personally, that was going to be what I chose. I just like Star Wars robots, okay? Where so. this, usually this, usually the... The, these intros have something to do with something we're going to talk about, but like, nor is something we talked about before the show, and like, and we talked about the Steam machine. Oh yeah, like, we were talking no, about well, mm, we talked well. about Steam decks, right? Steam decks, uh, right? See, I'm just I got Steam machines on the mind because I I had a Steam machine. You just love those Steam machines, yeah, baby. Everyone's favorite. For me, it made sense. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, okay. It truly is all that matters gotta keep you on your toes we're just riffing here that's what we do on gaming fix we just riff some some podcasts they're scripted that's fine but uh couldn't be me couldn't be me uh what would we even do if somebody was like you know we should keep this to a tight 45 minutes let's script it oh like when sam was like we got to do like 45 minutes (laughs) back in the the early days yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna say, like, wow, calling out. It would be our friend uh, Sam. Uh, he's not here to defend himself. It's funny. No. Yeah. <laughs> love Sam, but that definitely like uh, early in the podcast. It was like we gotta we gotta do this in like an hour tops. Oh, or that's something, hilarious! Ninety minutes. In Remember, hindsight. like the first like yeah. the first oh, year yeah. or so of the podcast, and now we're looking. You at say us. that as if we haven't. It hasn't been a constant conversation as to whether the podcast is too long oh well you know for the entire time of our recording i mean history it's, it's, total, it's you know too long we, we've accepted that we're too long yeah you, and listen, we kind of you accept as a listener yeah. can skip whatever parts of this podcast you want to there you are listeners for a reason can write in to gaming at fix.space yes and tell mm-hmm. us this podcast is too damn long the rent is yeah. too damn high Tell you okay, what, if we what? get Oh, go ahead. If we get 500 emails in a week saying the podcast is too long, we'll consider making it shorter. Yes. That, yes but if we, we get emails it. saying that the podcast isn't long enough, then what will we do? Um, uh, if we get 100 emails saying the podcast isn't long enough, then it's going to be a 24-hour podcast every weekend. 
Oh, God. <laughs> we'll start a Patreon to uh, address those concerns so we can yeah. quit our jobs and actually podcast 24-7. Uh, with mm, That sounds like a lot. <laughs> Justin TV over here. Yeah. Oh, we're just we got sleep cam. I was gonna say we're not the McElroys here. We're you know we can thank God we're gonna have some we're gonna have some (laughs) uh you know time that we don't podcast. Thank Patrick for Patrick. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Uh, what we are is avid video game players, enthusiasts. One might say. Mm, Yes, and. In enthusiastic about video games. Allison, what are you enthusiastic about this week? Yeah. So, uh, the past couple weeks, I've been playing Dodgeball Academia, which has been really fun. Um, It is on Game Pass, so everybody should be playing it. But I've been playing it on my Switch. Uh, But I'm I'm really actually happy that I put the money down on that, because it is just a super charming game. Uh, So, it's basically... uh, kind of in that similar vein of something like a golf story where it's an RPG and uh, it's a sports RPG basically. Uh, But basically for dodgeball academia, you're this kid who goes to this dodgeball school in this universe where dodgeball is like part of the fabric of their, of their society. Like there there's backstory about like how, the world was saved based off of somebody throwing this ball. And it's just and forever spinning in this rock. Exactly. Never lost and they're inertia. like, yeah. And it's like, you, you can touch the ball and you get powers and it's like, but then, uh, right now, I don't know if there's going to be more of that, but right now it is very feel, feeling very shown in anime in that there is a tournament arc. Uh, and you're, you're this kid who's trying to get this team together uh, to basically do be in the school's dodgeball tournament. Uh, so it has elements of being like kind of like a like shown in anime, but then also the RPG element of it with with a really fun dodgeball me- mechanics. I think it really they really do a really good job with that. Uh, and um, just in ge- like in general, it is just super super charming. The art style is really cute uh it's very cartoony but it it works extremely well and it looks really great uh it it, there's uh elements of pokemon in there because like you have those the battles where they see you and they're like we we have to fight and then it kind of plays pokemon-esque music it has Um, a real pokemon look from the like uh, yeah the way the overworld looks too Mm. yeah Uh, yeah art style wise but like perspective it it looks kind of like a cartoon network show Yes. It really does. Like it reminds me of. I don't know if any of you, either of you, watched any OKKO. No, um, I'm familiar, but I haven't. I haven't seen. It. Yeah, it's 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 pretty recent, but I really, but it's a really good. It's it's a really really cute, really good show, and it kind of gives me OKKO vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, yeah, it looks uh, great. But yeah, it is really really charming, and I. Oh, we lost your audio. Oh no, we've lost Allison's audio. Ah, beans. All right. Well, it's, in the meantime, the I played a little bit of it, and uh, I played just like the very intro of it. And you like the dodgeball stuff they have you doing is pretty active, uh, more active than I expected it to be. And they have you yeah. like, you know, you're 
picking up the ball from the middle and like running around your half of the arena in like kind of a like somewhat isometric but like from the side still like you know it's tilted mm-hmm. a little bit so you can see and you're having to be pretty active go. with throwing the uh ball at the enemy there's pretty generous lock on and then they're throwing back and you can like actively try to catch it and it's yeah it's a health bar system that Mm -hmm. yeah it's a health Mm -hmm. bar system and then you also have specific um like special moves that you can do because it has there's there's like you have powers in this one so one of the characters that you play with is a has lightning um and that can shock them and make them stop a little bit each character really moves differently mm-hmm. uh and then there are also different dodgeball moves but like uh uh different dodgeball modes like there's one where you're um fighting everybody and if somebody gets knocked out they move to the opposite side of the field mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. everybody so um like so that it, like situation yeah but they are um, able to get the ball from behind the thing and throw it at you. Oh, so, okay. So it be- makes it harder um, once you've knocked somebody else out. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, it, it's very um, yeah. There's so I there might be more modes that I haven't seen yet because I'm still pretty early on in the game as well. But it is uh, really, really. I, I'm just really into it, and it's. It- <laughs> It's so it's so cute and charming and it just struck me this is the first pyre like oh <laughs> in that like oh yeah I mean it's not because it's a it's obviously looks incredibly different and probably plays completely different but you know, it's weird that we haven't seen more yeah. of these kind of like like golf story was a thing but golf is such a different animal than so many other yeah kinds of sports it's it's odd that we hadn't seen like more sports inspired rpgs um sure and uh and this one looks really cool the art is 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 really really good it looks beautiful in motion too Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. when you're walking around the campus like the just like the walk animation uh is great you can roll around campus for some reason uh and that animation is beautiful like it's just a gorgeous video game it like every ever it's really pretty it's beautiful It, it is and, and then even just some of the menus are, are gorgeous. It is just, like, aesthetically really beautiful, and it is super, super fun to play. So it's just, I don't know. I, I'm i just, again, I, I'm not, I never thought I would be like, ooh, let's get into this dodge, dodgeball video game. But also, mm-hmm. I, I really like this game a lot. Uh, dodgeball weirdly in vogue this year with, like, Knockout City, Dodgeball Academia. I wonder yeah. how many more dodgeball games we're going to get coming out the uh the studio is from sao paulo mm. okay cool. pocket trap yeah uh, and they have um they have they a few games. Uh, yeah and, and then they are being published by by humble so um humble has a pretty good eye for stuff they do yeah. like i they generally tend to uh publish some pretty pretty great games so it's cool because this is this seems to be the studio's first like larger um release like mm. i'm looking at their list of games and uh it looks like mostly they've done like game jam stuff before mm. oh that's uh, good and this this seems to be the first one that is yeah they've got an app store game that is no longer in the app store but came out on pc in 2017 and then their most recent game before this 
um, was on PC and console, but it looked like it was kind of more of just like a um, uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up kind of thing. Mm. Um, so this seems to be a big move, jump forward in like art quality and ambition mm-hmm. and stuff, which is cool. Which is kind of amazing considering how polished it feels to play. It looks like it, yeah. That's why I looked up the, I was kind of like, is this, this actually a, yeah. an indie game or did this uh-huh. come out of like Ubisoft or something? <laughs> right. It, yeah, it, it feels yeah, just exactly. super polished to, yeah. yeah, to play. And then it like aesthetically, I, and then just even the menus, it's kind of incredible if this is one of the first it's, like major games for the studio. It's mm-hmm. wild that uh, it, um, it's not gotten more, attention to be honest like it seems it's it's, honestly weird to me um like it's only got 77 reviews on steam Mm -hmm. which is surprising to me yeah like there's i i haven't read this article because it's a premium subscription and don't got money for that (laughs) but uh rock paper shotgun has a an article that's i'm convinced dodgeball academia is a sleeper hit yeah and it's like i think that's kind of what it has to be because it has a 76 percent on uh on on the xbox app which i'm only chuckling because stuff usually is like it'll be like game of the year contender on the xbox app and it'll be like 32 percent just like i don't know why people clown on the xbox ratings but they're the xbox app i mean yeah for windows but they're everything's always rated like garbage like yeah. crusader kings 3 is a 70 percent well it's you heard it here dodgeball academia is better than crusader kings it's, 3 it's definitely one of, like one of those things where people like not that many people use the the Xbox app on PC. Like, you know, people no, use it because yeah. Game Pass on PC. But, like, you know, people go to complain about games more than anything. They're not going to, like, so, you know, if it's, you're going to totally, get yeah. way more people going, oh, this game sucks. But, or, like, to give or, you some context, Sea of Thieves has a 76%, one of the, like, mm-hmm. pretty most celebrated Xbox exclusives in years. Yeah. Uh Minecraft Dungeons has a 72. Mm-hmm. Windows, the Microsoft Solitaire Collection, as you would expect, has a 96% like. Of course. But, I mean, come on. That's, how are you going to improve? Like, I mean, it's yeah. near perfect. It's a perfect game. That's your, that's your, they should just set that. They should grade everything else on a curve against <laughs> Microsoft Solitaire Collection. But yeah, I'm installing this uh, Dodgeball. It's already done installing mm-hmm. Dodgeball Academia because it looks great and it looks like it's on PC and console game pass. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things where if you have Game Pass, I'd say it's an absolute no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And even then, as somebody who doesn't do Game Pass, and I still I paid the money for it, I am, you know, I am not mad about that at all. Yeah, it's you only know, twenty-five bucks. So yeah, yeah, it feel it feels very worth it. Um, so I I would just def- definitely recommend it if you I don't know, like good video games. <laughs> My girlfriend showed me a video last week of. What was it? Uh, it was like this L.A. based like bodyguard um, like company. Uh, they do like, you know, bodyguard services for famous people, rich people, whatever. And this Japanese TV show uh, flew them to Japan and had them uh, protect someone from a group of elementary schoolers in a game of dodgeball. And... So it was like five dudes and they all had to guard like the school principal uh, and prevent him from getting hit for like five minutes. But if they got hit, they were out, you know, much like a real bullet uh, hit them. Then they're like, okay, you're done. Uh, they they could not hang with this group of elementary school students. 
partially because they could not understand like Japanese uh, dodgeball rules, which are slightly different than American dodgeball. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's a good time. Would recommend. Japanese TV. So good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what else is nice and good? Some stories in the garden. I was going to say oh. gardens are nice and good. Stories, yeah. gardens, together, absolutely terrible. Garbage. Oh no, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I, I don't wow. know. Uh, how how how's Jeez. a tell me was... t- tell me a story of the garden. <laughs> tell me a story. So we're gonna talk garden. a little bit more of uh, a little bit. We're gonna talk more about the Nintendo Indie World stream later in the news section. But one of the uh, shadow dropped games was Garden Story, which is a game I've been actually looking forward to for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the demo on Steam quite a bit ago and fell in love with it. It is just a super, super cute game where uh, and it, it's here and I'm, I'm playing it now and I'm very excited about that. Um, so it's basically it's a pretty chill sort of uh, RPG where you're playing as a group named Concord and uh Basically, you're playing in this world of uh, living fruits and vegetables, although there's also a, a frog. So there's just basically like what would be in the garden and you have to protect the garden from the um, oncoming rot, <coughs> oncoming rot, which is the kind of villain of the game. Um, so it's basically... I think from I, I haven't gotten yet more into I think that there'd be more some sort of more kind of farming type of elements or more like city building elements, but right now it's a lot of um doing quests and things to protect your home and uh with with fighting. But it's just really just super, super charming and something that I've been really excited to uh, play with that, so I think that there's a lot more, a lot more elements that will show up uh, in the game because right now it's mostly been combat, pretty basic combat, and kind of gathering stuff and wandering around your town, going like trying to help people. But also, it's uh, I think there's a lot of elements that are still gonna show up, but it's it's just super cute and super nice and cozy and i i've just been really excited for this game for quite some time so i'm really happy it's out here already nice it yeah it's been one where i'm like i don't like i'm not sure if i'd be into it like golf story was good and so i'm like is it like golf story because it's something story it's really it's, not it's <laughs> story uh, or yeah. is it like a harvest moon or is it like it's a kind of, word it's kind of like 2d zelda like in a in a weird way where okay. it's like it's top you're top down and you and you're fighting enemies with your um you're fighting enemies like that so it's kind of like that mixed with uh you know some of the other kind of stardew type things i think from later kind of what i thought yeah yeah it's it's kind of more but yeah it has that zelda like okay that that vibe to it Mm -hmm. but i i I think there's a lot more elements i'm not super far just because work's been weird but um but it's yeah that's closer to what it would be it's just like a super super cute Mm -hmm. uh zelda like 
that yeah, with like looks fruits really and good. vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's that sounds right up your alley. <laughs> in a in a great looks, way. It, I, yeah. I'm glad that's yeah. It looks yeah. Legit, really good too. Um, yeah. It's it's just it, I I remember I played the uh, demo and it was just like super charming. And when the demo came out, it was it was already super polished and you, you could really see where the game was going. So I'm really excited to put more time into it and uh, just kind of dig more into it. It kind of, it it has kind of a slow start, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It kind of just kind of fits with the vibe of it all. Yeah. And it, it, I'm not usually like oftentimes when people get really excited about like um, very cute games, I'm, I'm usually like sort of doing the like, Robert Redford nod from from far from further away. Like I'm very happy yeah. that this is, exists for you. But Garden Story has always had this like the pastel colors that it has are like very appealing to me. Um, they're not always present, but like uh, some of the in some of the places the lighting's a little more warm. Mm-hmm. But like oh yeah, well some there's of the like greens a- and stuff are so good. There's a day and night cycle, and it's probably uh, nighttime then. Yeah, the so when you so it, 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 near the end of the day, it gets kind of a lot warmer, and mm-hmm. that adds to that adds an, an interesting element of um, to the game. I'm wondering to see if there's going to be more of that because basically, since you um, since this the enemy is the rot, uh, it's in kind of similar fashion. It, it, it it's a little bit it's more prevalent at night uh with kind of cooler weather and i i don't know like there's very specifically yeah. like so like you'll be go you'll start your day in the morning and it's pretty uh like there's definitely enemies about but it's not overwhelming but then you can easily get to the point where it's it's not necessarily overwhelming at night but at the same time it's a lot more enemies and then you are at risk for dying which is there's not very much um risk in the death as well uh basically you you lose some of your money and the day uh, automatically ends so if you're trying to, if you're going for some of the kind of daily tasks or some of the things that um villagers were asking you to help them with uh it'll just automatically say no you can't do that because you're dead but yeah. to next day, but it is, uh, but, it, but it's also, you know, those are pretty not sig- not difficult, uh, death conditions basically. So it's, it's pretty chill. Um, I, yeah. I just got to my first, uh, boss battle <laughs> and I immediately died, but I was just like, okay, you know, that's not, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. There's a cool looking boss in the Steam page screenshots. Yeah, no, the the art is I think really beautiful. It, um It reminds me my favorite it's not my favorite mechanically, uh, although I like it more than most people, but um my favorite looking Zelda game is actually the Oracle of Seasons, Oracle mm, of Ages, a Game mm, Boy mm, duology. That is a yeah. yeah, that is a good looking game. Uh and uh this reminds me of that a little bit in terms of like the sort of advanced uh the, uh, were those those were Game Boy Color games? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Um, then these this is a little higher fidelity than that, but uh, it it's got that kind of like latter day two um, D Zelda look to it. 
uh, that I like a lot with the vibrant colors and a lot of anim- frames of animation and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really neat. Uh, I'm not like, I don't know if there's space in my life for it. Just there's so many games. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. totally. And it's like I, I sat down dodgeball academia and then also I, i'm also playing mm-hmm. my gotchas every day and then i'm also playing um pokemon unite and mm-hmm. then it's like there's so many other games oh, that are yeah. coming out that i'm like oh my god there's no time for video games yeah. um but yeah but it but this was definitely one that i that i was uh really looking at, um forward to so i i was really happy that it just came out and mm-hmm. give that a shot yeah, I might end up playing it on Switch later this year when um, all the stuff that I had been excited to play later this year doesn't come out later this year. <laughs> there, I'm sure there's still going to be plenty of uh, great stuff coming out. But yeah, well, like, there'll be. Yes. it'll be nice to have stuff like Garden Story when things like Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West probably don't come out this year because we're still uh, waiting on yeah. confirmation of that but yeah well yeah and i mean it's kind of been the story this week too is it's just been the last couple of weeks it's just been thing after thing that's really mm-hmm. cool smaller i i've i've looked at the steam page of i think 10 different games over the last week mm-hmm. and gone wow that i had no idea that that was coming that looks awesome yeah and then added it to wish lists to maybe play someday yeah mm-hmm. um yeah like steam sale and then you're already buying like 50 other it's things not, yeah it's not even that i don't want to pay full price for them mm-hmm. it's just a time thing yeah definitely uh, you know definitely. yeah and i mean i like i watched the like or, again we'll talk more about it but the indie world stream where i'm like watching it i'm like oh i want to play all of these video games but <laughs> who has got, the time like, boyfriend this dungeon economy? came out this week <laughs> I bought that too. <laughs> yeah, it's, on, it's also on Game Pass. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like, there's just like like th- that's like three really cool indie games that have come out in the past couple weeks, and there's more than that too. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like those are just like three really cool indie oh, games that I'm like particularly that, kind of interested in too. That Eastward game comes out in a month. I know that game looks I incredible. No, that game looks so good. They showed the trailer in the um indie st- in the indie stream, and I was like, oh, "That game looks fucking good." Yeah, I had seen it before then, and it looks really good. Yeah, yeah, it looked great. But then I watched that trailer, and I was like, "Oh my god, I am so excited for this video game!" And then it comes out next month. Mm-hmm. Why are there so many video games? That is our that is the question for this podcast. Of, stop uh, making video games. Stop making video games. We can't play. It's them over. All. We're done. <laughs> no more. We're, we got a the Ukrainian prisoner heist came out in payday too. Oh my god! Huh. Don't do it, Pat. You don't. <laughs> Just joking. I'm not gonna play payday too. Uh, I. You know what? You could tell me next week that you and your friends got really excited about the U- you, no, Ukrainian prison heist. And... I specifically do not like payday two. This I have been down this road before. <laughs> I okay. don't like that game. All right, that's fair. So fear not. Maybe the Ukrainian prison heist will bring you back on board. Nope. You never know. Nope. Guaranteed. Nope. I'm not buying that. All right. Well, uh, that's that's Garden Story. (laughs) Uh, Pat, what have you brought this week? Well, we played we both played one of the things. So I'll talk about the other thing first because uh, well, and and I've also been playing like I'm I'm still playing something. uh, Well. I've played, um, like a lot of Splitgate this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of Hella Loose. I played 
bunch of eye racing this week. They put the Mount Washington Hill climb um, in New Hampshire oh, into uh, that's the stuff where I it's racing. Like Forty five degree hill and you're or like um, more and is that the hill? Sometimes climb? it's it's a mix of it's basically just a mix of road and dirt going up a mountain and mm. some of it is very high grade and some of it is is is, is less so but it's yeah. a lot of turning back and it, forth definitely the, not what i'm only, thinking of though like that's the only the thing, thing where they're up, just going yeah. up the hill no no you're thinking of um, like basically of, drag of, racing uh, but up a hill yeah that's a little different yeah. that's also called hill climb i want to say okay. but it's a yeah. different kind of hill climb um this is the only thing that separates this sort of style of hill climb from rally racing is that it's a it's a defined course that's always there um rally racing is generally like they come up with the course yeah. that weekend they'll like find a series of trails mm-hmm. and roads that fit together nicely and then that's the rally course and part of the thing with rally racing is like you don't get to know the whole course ahead of time yeah. and you have a your code your co-pilot has to examine the course map and then read it to you as you're driving yeah <laughs> so that's what makes rally racing rally racing whereas hill climbs it's a it's a the roads are always there but it's also terrifying because like there's parts where it's just a sheer drop on the mm-hmm. right hand side. Um, if you just look up Travis Pastrana's world record run, uh, that's at the Mount Washington Hill climb. It's a crazy video. It will blow your mind. Um, anyway, uh, that is uh, fun. Uh, but you can do things like push like the little baby cars from the top of the mountain, like give them a little bit of gas, and then just ride them down like a soapbox derby. Um, Ooh. Which is very fun, uh, but uh, the 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 thing that I uh, brought that is not the thing Andre and I both talked about because I looked this game up. I thought I had brought it when I played it, um, but I went back through our episode archive and I could not find any episodes where I talked about it, which is is a travesty because it's definitely my favorite board game of the year ah, and um, that's potentially I've not heard of this and. Sports yeah, game. it's it it has potential to become one of, if not my favorite board game, um, maybe ever. Uh, and it's a game called Oath, which mm. finally released to retail uh, this past week. Mm. Uh, it had been a Kickstarter, um, but not a not the classic video game board game style Kickstarter where it's a big box with four hundred miniatures in it. This game <laughs> is is not that kind of game at all. Um, have either of you played or heard of Root before? Heard of it? Never played it. Okay. Uh, so Root is a board game uh, by... I have to pull up their names because I don't want to say them wrong. Uh, but it is a... a. It was also kickstarted. There's a really good digital version of it uh, that I definitely recommend if you, uh, if you, if you have any interest. Um, the art in Root is... Uh, deeply incredible it's from it's the design was by cole whirler whirl i can never pronounce his name correctly and then kyle farron did the art um and root was a is a game of asymmetrical forest warfare uh where you're taking on different factions of woodland creatures so there's like a cat faction and a fox faction and a mice faction and a bird faction the art is really good, like I said, and super asymmetric. It's kind of like uh, it really is like a strategic uh, meeples on a map war game where you're moving between different sites and fighting over them. Um, really, really brilliant game. Uh, and the most oath 
is the same team of designer and artist, and it has a few similarities to Root, but it really is kind of its own thing in a really spectacular way. Um, the basic premise is that you have one player who is the chancellor or like the, the king or whatever of the kingdom. And then you have four up to, I guess up to five other players, I think four or five other players uh, who are all playing exiles. So people who have been like exiled from the, the kingdom and it is a very, the art style is like very cool. It's like kind of dark fantasy, but with a really, really pleasant, warm, um, cute isn't even the word I would use to describe it, but I think some people might aesthetic that is just deeply beautiful. I mean, the, the art in this game is incredible. Um, and uh, it gives it all a tone of like being very like, mysterious but also warm and um and colorful and uh and and bright uh but still kind of having a sort of muted um sadness to some of the 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 way the world is conveyed and uh the goal of the game for the chancellor at the the first time you play it anyway is to hold on to as much territory as possible and territory is laid out as these big uh cards that go on the mat in different spots and that gives you unique locations each time you play um, that you're trying to hold on to. And then all the exiles are trying to either take control of more territory than the chancellor to become their, the, the, the new chancellor, the usurper, or by going through this deck of cards, that's kind of at the core of the mechanics of the game you can become, you can get a, a victory condition that is unique to you that might be like holding the most relics or um, winning a certain number of, I mean, I can't remember what all of them are off the top of my head, but there's several different victory conditions. Um, and then that can cause you to win by being, holding that victory condition and fulfilling it. Or the chancellor can grant you citizenship and that means that they count your armies as theirs. So it helps them retain control of the map, but then you get your own unique citizen victory condition that uh, you can fulfill if the, when the chancellor would win, if you're fulfilling your victory condition, you win instead. Um, So basic stuff there, it gets fairly complex because you get this, there's this deck of cards that has like everything from a suit of armor to long bowmen that you can add to your retinue to um, single use cards to like different buildings that can pop up at sites. And um, on the deck of cards, there's a lot of different actions you can do and modifiers that change the way the game plays. So there's a degree of like uh, tableau building where you're kind of building out your, your set of cool things you can do in front of you. Uh, And then there's a lot of, political maneuvering between players because you might need to say like you might have a vision to get the most relics so you're trying to convince people around the board not to take the relics from places and leave them for you to go get them but you don't want to lean into it too hard because you don't want them to know that you are trying to win by holding the most relics kind of thing um and i can't remember actually you might have to play it in front of you but either way there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on as well but what really makes this game special i think is at any given time you have this this deck of cards that i mentioned and there's like 40 or so cards 45 cards in in it 
Um, however, there's a pool of around 200 cards sitting in the box. Um, and whenever the game ends, whoever wins the game gets to pick from a small deck of tiles that will determine what the Chancellor's objective the next game will be in order to win the game the next time you play. And um, it's recommended that whoever won the last game plays as the Chancellor the next time uh, at the start. And um, you don't have to play with the same group. It's not a legacy game in the sense where everybody needs to be consistently playing together. But um, it gives that that gives the the winner the ability to kind of like dictate how the game is going to be um, the starting objective anyway the next game. And then also um, based on the 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 suits of the cards, all these cards are like it's kind of like magic colors. There's like arcane nomad beast order hearth discord um different suits of cards the the suit based on the suits of cards that they use the most in the game you add new cards to the deck uh from the box from the larger collection of cards and then you remove a few cards randomly as well so what that means is from game to game the cards that can pop up change and evolve and it also means that as you play the game let's say somebody wins with a lot of arcane cards then it means that there's going to be more arcane cards added to the deck over time and then that tends to snowball because there's more arcane cards in the deck which means people are more likely to use arcane cards and so you get this like situation where like as you play your world is becoming more magical because people are using more and more arcane cards and so you develop this kind of like history of your copy of oath where because we've all been using magic now all of a sudden there's magic and it leads to situations where people are maybe if you're playing with the same group a lot people say like look we we i really want to see more beast cards added to the deck so i'm going to focus on getting beast cards and try to win the game with them uh and it gives the game this sort of meta and that is more than just trying to win it's also like trying to influence how games will be played in the future. Um, and there's other things that carry over from game to game, but that's kind of the biggest one. Uh, and it's just really, really cool. Uh, and it's easy to reset it at any time that you want to. You can always take it back to the base, like starting collection of cards. There's no card destruction or writing on anything like there is in other legacy games. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just really, really cool. I'm desperate to play a bunch of it, but uh, I'm, I'm, having trouble convincing people to, to, to join me but sure. uh, uh it yeah. sounds very cool and like a game i would like to try at least uh but also like well just sitting here listening to everything wash over is like uh, there's a lot yeah yeah the the what i'd say to people who are um the uh the, the, they do a good job because it is complex i would rate it i think on board game Geek, it was like a four out of five for complexity but what's nice about it is um, they have a sort of a player guide walkthrough for your mm -hmm. first turn of mm -hmm. your first game where they set it up uh, in a sort of starting state um, and they give each player a little script to read to go mm -hmm. through their first turn. So you can see, you get a good and since it's spread out over four players or five players, you get a good overview of what turns will look like for each person sure. and then from there the basic actions like a lot of these games the basic actions aren't that complicated it's when mm -hmm. you start adding in all the cards yeah 
there's a lot of like, okay, I'm going to fight you. And then the person's like, okay, two of your troops die before combat. And you're like, whoa, wait, why? (laughs) And then you realize it's because they have this card and this piece of equipment that each kill one troop or whatever. Um, So that can be a little daunting. Um, But what I would say is anyone who is interested, there is a very good official scripted tabletop sim mod for this. um, Mm. That uh, one of the cool things about it is it's because of the nature of it being not the kind of legacy game I don't like mm-hmm. where there's a million sealed envelopes sure. and things you tear up. You can very easily play the game on tabletop simulator and then transfer that to your physical copy, the sure. like kind of state at the end and back because it has a like way to save the world state in the tabletop sim mod as well. So mm-hmm. you can kind of play it digitally and uh, in person and maintain the same state of the world that way. Yeah, we should play it sometime because yeah, uh, uh, it is it is really good. I, was, the, I will pick up Tabletop Sim to try playing this or, you know, yeah. like other tabletop. I always forget about Tabletop Sim. Yeah, and, yeah, I think it's yeah. worth picking up for people because there's a bill. I mean, almost any game you want is on there. And mm-hmm. now a lot of developers, it used to feel like piracy yeah, um, and I felt gross about it. But a lot of developers have gotten in on it and thought realized that like, yeah, it's a free thing, but like. I played Oath on Tabletop Sim once mm-hmm. and was like, okay, I have to own this game. Mm-hmm. And it's expensive. It's a $120 game. It's not a... Yeah, not board, a board game. Well, with a lot of those games, they're such expensive um, propositions. So having a way to test it out, yep. is, is, it seems like a good, you know, kind and of a good option. To, to Part of the reason that Oath is so expensive is because the production value is like out of this yeah. world incredible. I mean, like I said, the art is spectacular. The cards are all really nice. Each card has unique art. Um, and uh and and the 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 each person you get like a bunch of wooden unique screen printed wooden mm-hmm. miniatures for your i don't even want to call them meeples because they look like they're really pretty um call them meepos so it's it doesn't feel like you're getting ripped off when you buy the game but sure. it's nice to be able to play it on, on tts uh it does take i'll say um the first time you play it it's probably going to take a few hours mm-hmm. because um like i said it is a little weighty but once people learn how to play it, you can play it and knock a game out in an hour and a half. Uh, it's not a, it's not a Twilight Imperium where mm-hmm. even after you've learned to play it, it's still a six-hour commitment. Yeah, uh, much snappier. So, uh, yeah. Well, let's try and set up a time to, to do definitely. A tabletop, I almost, I almost session. We have a we have a D and D game, and I almost uh, was going to try to convince people to play during that time slot, but then I was like, eh, a first game with that many people would take. Mm-hmm. way longer than sam has available so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna uh not gonna push it but i might i will float in that group sure. uh, to see if anybody's interested and uh, during the summer I, I can do any time basically yeah. so uh that's know, I've, cool i've yeah. got another like not uh, three weeks where i can i can make it happen well we'll make it happen either this week or next then because yeah, sure. i i feel no i don't uh some of my friends listen to this podcast so this is not a dig on anybody listening but uh, when I, I picked it up from the store and I was like, oh, my God, I got the email that it had come in and mm-hmm. I like dropped everything. It was Sunday <laughs> at like five o'clock, six o'clock. It was after dinner. Uh-huh. I dropped everything. My one friend was like, hey, do you want to play some other board game with us? And um, and I was like, no, I have to go pick up Oath. And my partner was like, oh, you're going out. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I have to go to the game store. <laughs> I have to do uh, this. 
This is, is like, a necessity for me. Which is like 15 minutes away, so it's not that mm-hmm. yeah, big sure. of a time commitment to go pick it up. But, but also, but, like, uh, it's Sunday night. Like, are you going to play yes. this right now? Do you need it No, right but I now? needed it. No, but I, I, needed I, it right I need it. <laughs> it does have a solitaire, it does have a solitaire mode, uh, and you can play... It basically just adds an automated player, and you can add them to two-player games to make it a little more fleshed out, too. Because it is kind of... Ideally, you'll want three to five players for this game, for sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah... We'll set it up soon to play uh, because I am desperate to play it. And my friend, anyway, I when I got back, I was like talking to my board game friends like, oh my God, I have Oath finally. And one of them was really into it and wants to play soon. But everybody else was just kind of like, oh, interesting. And I was like, <laughs> wait, but who's who's uh, free in this week? And, uh, and, and then nobody was free or said anything. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I want to play it soon. Uh, so. Well, I I will be free for you. We just gotta. Cool. I'm sure I can find between our our group and a couple other friends mm-hmm. at least another player to you. First game you want to have like four or five. But, yeah, I, I was uh, seeing on uh, Board Game Geek or whatever it was saying. Uh, like community says best with like four people, but or three to I five. I think four so. is probably a good sweet spot. Five is is good. Six, I think it goes up to six, and six would be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but not so much that you couldn't enjoy it if you had six people and everyone wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Um, my group is large enough that we run into it sometimes where it's like, okay, well, we have seven, eight people today. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to mm-hmm. find something that'll accommodate that many people. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, if you need to accommodate that many people, there is a game you could try that accommodates up to 60 people. Oh, ooh, ooh, I love it. It's mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Naraka Blade Point. Uh, yeah. It's one I've been kind of waiting on for a little bit here. Uh, it's not called Narake. <laughs> no, no. It's like you're it playing a fancy, you know, exclusive <laughs> game. <laughs> this is Naraka uh, Battle Royale out of China, uh-huh. right? I assume. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty four uh, Entertainment is a developer. They're pretty small, from what I gather. Uh, this is our first game. Yeah. Uh, we, I mentioned, I think last week when it was just us, I mentioned Hunter Arena Legends, which is the PS five like PlayStation Plus game this month. And boy, maybe it's PS four too. Uh, maybe I don't even know. Uh, that game is. They're very. They're similar in many ways, but Naraka Blade Point is a v- vastly superior game. <laughs> yeah vastly um, superior yeah. the 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 thing with uh hunters arena is there's like a level up mechanic mm-hmm. that is a yeah. little um like there's an rpg cool in I- your battle royale it's a cool idea right. but it's too much um and it, it just feels really, bad to play it plays like an mmo um kind of yeah and, and and then like you go back there's like a town you can go to and buy mm-hmm. stuff in mm-hmm. that game and, yeah. and like it had some cool ideas, but it doesn't play very well. And Naraka Blade Point plays a lot better, and it's a lot simpler, um, yes. which I think works in its favor. Um, and um, yeah, so it's a 60-player battle royale. Um, mix of melee and ranged weapons, I would say they're both yeah. equally important. Uh, um, I uh, Personally, I have 
found very little luck with the ranged weapons mostly like i've i've done a few things where i found like a legendary bow there's loot tiers uh you know yep yep uh so i found like a legendary bow like right off the bat and then i used that to kill a few people and like but that is like the only ranged weapon kill kills i've I'll done say in my the, i don't know 20 games or whatever i am a pro at uh finding people who are already fighting and then picking, picking yeah, them off with yeah, a ranged that's, weapon. that's what I did. But uh, for so, the most part, I haven't uh, messed with the ranged weapons because they always feel but, uh, like I'm not in love with the aim and like it's sure they're um, like bows. It depends on the and, weapon. Yeah, bows. To, and, like, there's, like, there's like cannons and like there's a musket that a feels rocket, pretty good. There's like a missile launcher that just like fires like a volley of missiles. It's I haven't real, used that, but yeah, the swarm, the swarm launcher. Real wild. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, and then there's of course um, lots and lots of melee weapons yes. um, that uh, all play pretty differently. Yes, uh, they're it's n- kind of like a action RPG kind of or like not as, not as good uh, mechanics wise, but you know like a Devil May Cry or something like that where you've got multiple like. Y- you're jumping in the air, stylish action. Yes, and that's the thing I think that made me really appreciate it is uh, that um, the movement feels real cool. Yes. Uh, it's sometimes it's it it gets like a tiny bit clunky with like you run into stuff you think you should be jumping over or um, you have a grappling hook, which is one of the big hooks, no pun intended, in this game. Um, and um, you can hook sometimes to you try to anything you can hook to people. any any object and players yeah but you can't uh, hook to like some like bamboo trees or stuff but you can hook to like regular trees you can hook to mm-hmm. rocks you can you can Buildings, assassin's creed your way up things the ground yep. yeah um, it's a just cause style grappling hook except you so, can't la- latch things together right um and, Pretty and rad though and you can climb anything like mm-hmm. you're saying in an assassin's creed sort of style has pretty good vaulting over mm-hmm. low walls and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and occasionally the movement makes me get hung up on something mm-hmm. and I get a little annoyed, but it's pretty rare and rare, especially considering that this is also like an action RPG feeling battle Royale. Um, yeah. Which, with 60 people uh, running around like, you know, yes. big Island thing. And yeah. Um, with pretty diverse environments too, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. there's like, like where the video I pulled up now, they're in like the swamp area. I haven't mm-hmm. even seen. It looks mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and, uh, the weapons are neat because they all feel very unique. Each kind of weapon. There's like melee and range combined. There's like 15 weapon types or something like that. Yeah. Um, right. and each of them has, when I first started it, I was just using the long sword and I was like, oh, this combat's very simple, mm-hmm. but that's just because the long sword is kind of the most simple weapon. Yeah. Um, I would liken the move sets of the weapons to something like a monster hunter, not so much that it feels like monster hunter, but that each weapon is kind of its own unique thing. You and to, it's, you kind of have to learn the mechanics yeah. of each weapon. Cause um, like there's definitely there's speed differences between all of them and reach and, differences and, and things like when you use daggers, your mm-hmm. dodge gets boosted. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 you want to dodge more in combat when you have daggers yeah. and it's not just a numbers thing. You, it also is a feel thing as well. Yeah. Um, the great sword is very slow to attack, and it has but a it horizontal and vertical messes attack. People up. Yeah, it feels up. good. Yeah. Um, and then like the katana, for example, I don't even know how to use it, but it's got like crazy counter mechanics mm. that 
whenever I encounter people with a katana, I attack them and then I'm just dead. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's got like a spear that's easy yeah. to stun lock people with, yeah. but it only attacks in a straight line, like lots of different weapon types. They're very interesting. And, um, over the course of the match, like you said, you're picking up different rarity tiers yeah. of loot, including armor, mm-hmm. um, which gives you a kind of a health boost. Some stuff, it doesn't so defend all of the damage. Yeah, no, but there's definitely, uh, yeah, it, well, yeah, there's like poison stuff and like there's armor piercing, yeah. like things you can pick up, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like you get, yeah, so they're like buffs you can pick up that are like oh i've got extra health i've got more damage i've got or like they'll buff like the ability of your attack like oh if i uh, attack with a katana or if i attack with a great sword it'll send out shock waves on my second attack of the combo and And stuff like that. those are called soul jades and they're one of my favorite things about this game and they're one of the reasons why i want to play a lot more of it is the um the soul jades are are loot that you find around but you have to make a lot of choices because you fill up your inventory of them pretty quick. Yeah. So you have to think about how you want to build your character. And they're like, you're saying they're, they're generally stat boosts. So there's like on a simple level, there's like health boosts, attack boosts, range resists, um, melee resists yeah. in the soul jades. And then there's at higher tiers, there's the more unique ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that I found that was awesome that you could do the rest emote and it would heal you. What? Um, <laughs> wow. And so, you could just clear your inventory of the healing berries mm-hmm. because you yeah. just need all you needed to do was do the rest emote and get healed. Um, and so it gave you a bunch of free inventory slots yeah. basically. Uh, so, but by doing that, I was not taking an extra attack soul jade two mm-hmm. or whatever, sure. which would have boosted my damage. Yeah. Um, so you have to make a lot of choices as to how you build your character over the course of yeah. a match, uh, which feels good. And the games don't take, very long Mm -hmm. they're like 20 minutes maybe so it's pretty snappy also Um, what we've kind of skipped over is so there's all the weapons like there's the ranged and the the melee there's all these soul jades and then also there are like seven different characters in the seven right now now. i of course they're gonna add more (laughs) this is a service game there's a battle pass uh, cosmetics, all that, some really wild cosmetics. The cosmetics, <laughs> very I was going to get there. We'll get back to the character in a second. Yeah. This may, game may have my favorite cosmetics in any game that I've played outside of, I guess, Fortnite, because Fortnite just is buck wild with the amount of shit that it has. But, but there's something um, about, like, the uh, the way, like, everything's played pretty straight here. Like, Fortnite's very cartoony, yes. and this uh, is, like... Well, yes. There is the carrot on the head. Have you seen no, that? Well, no. So I mean, well, like Fortnite as like an aesthetic is very cartoony, and so like yes. oh, whatever kind of fits in here, and it's like goofy and whatever. But this game is played very straight on the surface. It presents yeah. as like oh, this is you know realistic looking, and these are people, and like they're not cartoony. And then you go into the cosmetics, and there's like we put a fish on this lady's head. And <laughs> yes, it's very funny. Um, and uh, and I also would say that I think like. Uh, the character designs are pretty kind of basic, but also yeah, they look fantastic in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like the this game is not visually like the best game ever or anything, mm-hmm. but when you're looking at the characters in the menus and going through the cosmetics, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I really like the design of a lot of the cosmetics. And you know it has like the booby ladies um, with the booby. The booby I mean, costumes. most the most the, um, most the ladies aren't too bad with the boobies, but there is one. There's character, one character that y- is, I think, Yotohime, <laughs> a vehicle for boobies. She literally like 
half of her quips when you pick her are like, my eyes are up here, or yeah, they're real. Oh. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> there is some of that. And there's sure. jiggle physics. And um, it's like, you know, it's it's subtle, but it's like, wow. It's not all the way to a dead or alive kind of thing. Uh, it's, yeah, it's no. It's, it's not like uh, Chun-Li in Street Fighter V when they fucked that up and she was just like, yeah, ooh. No. I, I wouldn't call it offensive, anything <laughs> no, that I've seen, but, but, it, just, but do know going in that there is a little... Yeah. Okay, I looked her, her up and uh, it's, yeah. the, the design's not terrible but like i was just like i don't know what this is about and then you just see like yeah like, i feel like, like uh, hunter arena <laughs> legend was worse in this regard what i from what yes. i saw of the cosmetics i will also say yotohime's alternative costume that you can buy right cool. now i may end up buying because it fucking rips it's yeah. very cool she, she has like devil horns and i like uh, i do say like she they did her dirty okay, with rad. all this like booby stuff, but also she's my favorite character to play as. She like, looks I like, like her a abilities really the most. cool character. Is the yeah. thing. she's like it's, she's like a demon lady, and she's got uh, her like so the characters they all have special moves and ultimates. And yes. everyone's different, mm-hmm. and so like her special is she throws out like a spinning like staff and it or like a scythe thing, and it spins around. It sucks. Sucks yeah. when it hits. You, oh yeah, no, it sucks when it hits you. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to use though. It's and good. So, like you can like if you can get someone into a corner or locked up against something, then they're like ah. That and happened then, to me yesterday. Yeah, and then her ult, she like gets like a big like her st- like a big stave thing and the glaive. I don't know what's the big like pole arm basically a big pole arm that's like spectral and she can swing it around. It's really long, gives you a huge uh, range of attack. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 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 the character abilities. This is that's one of the things that the weapon balance is kind of whatever because you know everybody has access to the same weapons mm-hmm. over the course of a match potentially. Um, so they'll figure it out. I think there's a little bit of work to be done there, but mm-hmm. they seem like they're pretty active in thinking yeah. about that. There's certainly some of the character stuff feels like it could be better balanced. Sure. Um, because cool. sometimes like the there's there's uh, Matari which I was playing a bunch of, and she's like. She has like a teleport Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, cool, a teleport. And then I used the teleport and then immediately got grappled by someone right after I teleported. Mm -hmm. As you do. Well, Well, okay, I guess she's the one who has like the the umbrella and her old healing. mm -mm. Oh, okay. She's the one Uh, who does like the firecracker teleport. Yeah. Like jumps. Yeah. And I yeah, think so. I, I didn't um, real, I never figured out what to do with that move. Her Um, her ult is like uh, she goes stealth, which right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sounds really cool, but the few times that I used it to try to escape combat, someone was just like, I know where you are. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there was no, it's, you're not invisible enough. There's still like an outline of yeah. you. And I think yeah. you can still be targeted by the grappling hook mm-hmm. while you're mm-hmm. stealthed. Yeah. Which maybe. is stupid because mm-hmm. it auto aims the grappling, yeah. grappling yeah. hook. It's so like a there's little things like ball. that. There's little things like that, that I think they need to work out, yeah. but it's not, it's not frustrating enough to make me not want to play the game mm-hmm. at all um it definitely and, seems uh, like some of the stuff is like balanced with like groups in mind and instead of for so- sure solo play i've mostly played solo which is why i'm like i like yotohime because she's good for solo stuff but there is a solo queue you yes, can you can yeah. play trios or solo yeah. so you, you're you not have one to play person going them. up against three people so yeah but mm-hmm. it defaults to, to trios um yeah which and, it yeah. defaults every time you launch the game, and sometimes mm-hmm. I queue a hit queue, and I didn't realize that I was queued uh, for trios. So I have yeah. played a few trios games, uh-huh. and they've been fun. So uh, yeah, uh, and then they've got like a respawn mechanic in there uh, for trios play. Uh, oh, and then there's like um, there's a like a bloodbath mode, which is 
it's basically just deathmatch. Uh, you're just thrown into an arena uh, with, or, you know, you're thrown into an area of the map with a bunch yeah, of other players. I, yeah, I don't know how many how many players it is. And then probably like maybe 15, 20, I don't know, something like that. Something like and that. then you're just yeah. fighting to the death. And every character has a different loadout uh, that they load in with. Like, so if the two people pick the same character, they'll load in with the same loadout. But like, well, you can people, pick. Yeah. In Bloodbath, if you open your inventory, you have every weapon. Do you? So you oh. Can, yes. So you can pick your loadout when you spawn. Okay. Because, um, well, you spawn uh, defaulted with a different loadout depending on which character you pick. Yes. And that yeah. made me wonder, like, are – and because uh, in the loading screen or, like, the loading area where you're waiting, like, you can kind of fight around. And it looks like some characters have, like, slower attack, like, by default, like, their melee. And it made me wonder uh, – yeah. It made me wonder, like, uh, or, you know, slower or faster. It made me wonder, like, uh, are different characters better suited to certain weapons? Or, like, do they have, like, are there differences in the weapons for each character? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, it's possible. They yeah. um, they also have things like each character starts, you have your, your mm-hmm. um, two different abilities, but then you, as you play them pretty quickly after you start playing them, you unlock yeah. alternate modifiers for their abilities so like machari who has her teleport she starts off and you can hold down the teleport button to teleport further Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. you can swap that for a teleport where you get two charges of it Mm -hmm. so you can't charge it to go further anymore but you can teleport twice Mm -hmm. a shorter distance um and it's like the total distance you can teleport is shorter than if than the Mm -hmm. full charge of the Mm -hmm. charge up one Mm -hmm. but you can change direction basically in the middle um and then there's another one that she has where you can um, teleport and then blink back to the place mm-hmm. that you teleported yeah. from, um, which is really cool. Uh, and then there's also a system that's sort of like the glyph system in that used to be in League of Legends, yep. where you have this like board of a bunch of different spots that you can place passive boosts in. Um, but it's pretty generous. They give you... Uh, you don't have to buy yeah, it's or just, grind out. Like as you level glyphs. up, you unlock more like different you, things you can put in. You do upgrade them, mm-hmm. um, but okay. it's it, it's it just costs the free currency to upgrade yeah, them, and okay. it's not that bad. I upgraded two of them to max level mm-hmm. um, without even burning through all the currency I had gained from playing for four or five hours. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's an enormous grind to yeah. to max out that max them out. Um, but yeah, I think the thing people, one of the things I've seen people complaining about, I don't agree with it at all, but um, it, this game's 20 bucks to, to, mm-hmm. to buy it, uh, and it does have a battle pass and a bunch of cosmetics I, you can I buy. the battle pass. I don't know why, and they, I did it. <laughs> I will be, too. They they will be selling cos, uh, characters also, um, uh, that, additional characters. Mm, that's, I don't know how I feel about selling the characters, but... I don't know. It's 20 bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a $20 Just, game. I, I so feel to like, me, it's like... I feel like characters like should be free like if you have to unlock them like that's kind of bothers me about Apex you can too, unlock them with the free if, currency if you can unlock them with the want. free currency then that's kind of whatever yeah but you I, can depends yeah. on depends on how much it is and stuff like that like how you know the pricing on the yeah characters, i mean but. i think you know you could level the same thing at league of legends and pokemon unite and uh, they uh, and they did every... make like it seems like they made the league stuff more trivial uh, like it you can unlock stuff pretty quick now with like all the quests and stuff they give you but uh, that's only because 
I don't know. I don't know that I would say I, that I it's trivial. Uh, you you unlock stuff at a much quicker pace than you used to. Uh, it's not There's trivial, also 130 you, characters. Yes, yes, but you, you unlock <laughs> so. stuff much faster than you used to because they give you a lot more resources that let you do that, whereas before yeah. it was only the currency. Uh, so if they... You know, if they do something that lets you know give you more ways to get characters, and that's good. Point but, is, they've been pretty transparent at yeah. twenty four with this game and said like, "Hey, if we did free to play, um, if the game, we'd have to abandon the game in a month if it didn't make mm-hmm. its money back quickly on cosmetics." Because yeah. they're a pretty small studio; it's their first game. They just can't afford to not sell the game. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it might go free to play eventually. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but. You know, like you have to buy characters in Rainbow Six Siege, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I think they're probably going to be between five and ten bucks at most. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but if it bothers you, if you if, if twenty dollars, yeah. I understand that twenty dollars is a lot of money to to plenty of people. Yeah. So if that's a lot of money to you and you don't like the idea of having to also buy or having the option of buying cosmetics, then fair i don't think there's anything truly pay to win in this like it doesn't seem like it from what i've seen the only thing is there i think there are ways to get the in-game currency faster by paying money um Mm. like in the battle pass i think maybe there's like additional free currency or something yeah yeah, i mean Um, there always is and that kind of stuff there might be boosts that you can get somehow i'm not sure how and you do use the free currency to upgrade your glyph things but i mean that's like I don't know. I don't think it's a problem personally. Uh, I think I think the the payment model is fine. Um, I've already gotten more than twenty dollars out of it, just mm-hmm. the amount that I've played. Sure. So, uh, uh, the game also is on PC and PlayStation Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for those interested, I would and recommend this over Hunter Arena Legends one hundred percent. Although I think that is PS Plus, so yeah you could try that for free and if you want something like that but better yeah if you if you're like oh this is a cool idea if this wasn't terrible i would play more of it then i will say uh i've you do play bots for your first couple matches of Mm -hmm. narika blade point and um i have graduated out of the bots Mm -hmm. and i'm getting fucking wrecked yep uh it is it is uh rough like Um, you know you like i'm i think it's Partially, it's waiting for like the ladder to shake out and more people to get in, because yeah. um, like there are some ringers in there, and like it can feel really easy. Like you know, there's always the case of like, uh, uh, like oh, I got crappy weapons, and then this person came in and they, you know, they they found all the good stuff right away and they knocked me out. Uh, but then there's just oh, I just got stun locked like immediately and mm-hmm. couldn't get out of it. I think some of that stuff will get better both like you're saying with the 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 way things shake out and then also they've been i'm in their discord and Mm -hmm. they're pretty um communicative uh the developers themselves i don't know that they don't they don't talk a ton in discord Mm -hmm. but i think that's part of that is translation Mm -hmm. uh needs and that but their community mods are pretty active and um and and share a lot of stuff from the dev team Mm -hmm. and it seems like they're very actively and aggressively um, updating things and planning things cool. to, 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 to change and stuff there. I was a little nervous about that because they don't do a lot of steam updates, mm-hmm. like, like the, the, the blog update things in steam, but they are pretty communicative in discord. And again, I think it's just because 
it's expensive to get people to translate every blog post into English from Chinese on Steam. I will say too that the localization is fine if you're at all nervous about like, oh, if it's a Chinese game, like does it work mm-hmm. well in English? It does. It doesn't. Yeah, it's fine. Issues. Some of the voice lines suck. <laughs> the, yeah, the, um, the yeah, there is some awkwardness. I was streaming a bit, and the person watching me was like, "These voice lines, this voice acting yeah, is terrible." I, I need to look in. I want to look into if you can, if there's a way to change it to the Chinese voice acting. Um, cause I would much rather hear Chinese than, or Japanese. I think some of them, uh, actually Maybe. have Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Voice I think like, but, um, anime probably is Japanese, but, uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, like I was playing, um, T-Mulk, I think is the one I can't remember. Mm-hmm. One of them, um, w- was like, is, it will be like, ah, I need a drink mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when he spawns in and stuff. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> uh, I assume you've seen the massive dragon that sometimes just comes down. Nope, I haven't, oh. but that does happen. Yeah, I've seen, so I've heard well, of so it. there's a there's like an item you can buy that like calls down like dragon fire, and the dragon just because it looks like kind of the edge of the map looks like dragon scales, so it's like the dragon is like constricting around almost, but it's like still like a force field. I don't know what's going on there, but yes, you can buy an item sometimes from like the little chests that appear around the map and then you like use it and it's like a like an artillery strike basically and this dragon comes out of the oh, sky i and have just seen like that but i haven't noticed down. the dragon yeah. part yeah it's um, just like yeah if you just look up you'll be like oh my I god i haven't looked up when that's been <laughs> happening i have i didn't realize that that was called in by players that's kind of cool yeah um i th- there is a thing like in the ranked mode mm-hmm. if you look at the tutorial tip it's like sometimes in the pre-match something can a dragon or something can spawn Mm -hmm. then you have to kill it as a group and if you kill it as a group you get a buff for a day or something Mm. some of that stuff is wild there's a a, i I had a thing yesterday where in the pre-match everybody picked up enough darumas that it spawned a giant daruma in the sky what what daruma doll what uh (laughs) and i can't remember i think it gave us a buff for the match or something like everybody got coins faster or something. What? Um, okay. That's it was weird. There's some small. very strange things in there and, that I'm excited about because they're fun. And then Ariana um, Grande fell out of the sky and did a concert. Yeah. Uh, and in general, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if I think it's a game that I'm going to ever try to be a, a professional at, but it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm like sort of on like a weird competitive multiplayer game kick, like playing so much Splitgate right now and like every day like doing my dailies pokemon unite oh yeah and then yep. uh get my dailies in there and then naraka blade point now get my dailies in there and like working mm-hmm. on that battle pass. i'm with so you what am i doing with my life i know i never thought i would be at this point where i'm playing things with dailies but I'm, here i am i'm halfway actually through behind the on my battle. pokemon dailies I'm so halfway through the battle pass in pokemon unite uh it's just god this mario party minigame sucks it's like stacking blocks and it's terrible mm-hmm. it's mario party it's, it goes without saying uh but yeah that's it for our game talk this week that was naraka blade point mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. next Seems up cool. yeah it's it's really something and uh if you're into if, if what we were talking about sounds cool support them you know give them 20 bucks if you can and check out the game because you get three friends it'll go on you know 
it seems like it's doing pretty well, so it'll mm-hmm. go on sale too at some point, and it may even go free to play at some point. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind but, of interested once it goes on sale to possibly pick it up. I don't know if it's something I'd necessarily need to pay mm-hmm. for right now, but it's yeah, pretty good it's, player it's, numbers. It's pretty rad. Like queue times have been super fast, yeah, and I haven't um, had any issues. It's got like eight thousand Steam reviews already, so people are playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, How, what, what's the? Is it you said it's mostly positive, right? Yeah, it was in a weird spot where it was down. It was at sixty nine percent nice mixed for a long time, but it was largely people complaining about the fact that there's no oceanic servers, mm. um, uh. which is something that they are in the process of fixing. But because of the nature of Steam reviews, those people will never update those reviews. So yeah. no, it'll just be shit on for not having oceanic mm-hmm. servers forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, even though they're adding them, and um, the then there were people who because it is a game made in china just tell mm-hmm. you that it's spyware and that you're by playing it you're supporting the, the chinese mm-hmm. communist party so you know just fun stuff in As Steam reviews. Mm-hmm. um i can tell you that it has an anti-cheat but i don't believe that it's like root access at all and i mean it, it boots doesn't, up while you, it doesn't start with it the doesn't game start with it's yeah. not like valorant's anti-cheat so uh yeah, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i yeah. don't believe that it is chinese spyware uh, any more than going to Google is <laughs> American spyware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, that's it for our game talk this week, which means it's time for the news. Uh, in the news this week, uh, we got a whole bunch less less bad news. Um, oh, th- this counts as news okay. and is related to Narco Play Point. They had Epic fucked up and delayed the the Epic Game Store release of Naraka Blade Point until mid September, <laughs> which is a platform they had sold lots of pre orders on. Apparently, yeah. well, that's only bad for the Epic. Well, I guess it's. I wonder if like Epic's like we'll give you like we'll like throw you a bone because you were going to get more money from us, but then we fucked up and delayed it. So who knows? Yeah, I just it's, was like, man, that's bullshit uh yeah anyway it's, uh, yeah it's it's weird lots uh, of people in the discord were like how do i how do i refund epic games so mm-hmm. i can buy it on steam asap <laughs> well at least they had a system in place um yeah uh we'll try to knock this stuff out quick and so we can get on to more exciting things uh more in the activision blizzard uh saga as the director, uh, lead designer for Diablo Four, uh, have been have left the company, or were I think they left? They weren't fired. Maybe they were, uh, but this just seems like more covering their bases, getting people out who have been seen as a problem and might be a liability going forward. Uh, just more movement over there. Hopefully. You know, I wonder how long we're going to be seeing this stuff coming out. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of rotten people. There's a lot of people in that Cosby suite photo. Yes. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> a lot. A lot of them are not at Activision Blizzard anymore. They are at other companies, um, but mm-hmm. and or out of games. And, but yeah, uh, and the Cosby suite is not the only issue. Uh, no, but, no, know. no. But it is. It is the most. Like I feel like visceral like yes. you hear it and go, visual oh. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. It, like mm-hmm. yeah but 
it's so definitely... it's definitely the like oh i see in this one photo that there are several pieces of shit in mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. hotel room um, but there are a lot right, more people it's... who have to be held accountable yeah so it'll be yeah it'll be interesting to see if this if it won't have any major impact on diablo 4 or uh no or wow those games but but those games have been made by the teams more yeah. than the yeah, managers 100%. forever. Uh, right. Not, I wouldn't, I mean, I would definitely not, uh, if you're a Diablo fan and WoW fan, I would not be concerned about these departures. No. I would just be yeah. happy about I, them. I, I it's don't. Abuse yeah. of people being removed from the studio. Yeah, and it's not, studio. I, I doubt it'll be any considerable delay on anything happening. No, I don't think so at all. Uh, but, uh, it's uh, not that that matters if they needed to delay it. No, of course, two of course. Years because yeah, of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. But... Of course. If they need to cancel it to, to sure. protect people, yeah. then 100%. people's people's work safety is more important than Diablo 4. Uh, yeah. More just to say context. no one person uh, will, no. you know, make or break this pro- these projects. No. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, also... Uh, in the news in terms of departures from companies um, Respawn fired the lead designer of Apex Legends for mm-hmm, racist mm-hmm. and sexist comments that were uncovered by the community um, they were part of a DeviantArt like blog that the community uncovered from like early to like 2010s I believe I, I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. I looked at some of this stuff and like people can change, uh, but like, why is this stuff still up on your Deviant Art blog? Like, there is something to be like, I gotta go take care of some stuff. Like, but if you can't even like think through that, like, you gotta, you really gotta think things through with your life. And it seems like a good thing he's gone. Though people are also mad at respawn for like certain things, so it's like, is there a witch hunt going on? But overall, this guy definitely deserves to be out of there yeah uh and i think that's all our our duty news Mm -hmm. uh stop being duty to people well yeah seriously there was a crisis in in japan at nintendo world no so speaking of duty the duty falling from the sky is not actual duty uh you know maybe goombas look like little little pieces of duty i don't know uh well goombas have to duty somewhere do they yes but what do they eat i i mean mario's (laughs) uh you said it not me there's there's a project for deviant art and (laughs) goombas eating mario uh last week we oh, talked God. about how uh construction at nintendo world had commenced on seemed to have commenced on donkey kong exp- at donkey kong expansion uh but they had to suspend rides at uh universal studios japan nintendo world because goombas were falling from the sky onto the track uh not as god intended mm, we don't know that uh, that's true. Uh, man's hubris knows no. It's, man's Goombas. hubris knows no bounds. We put Goombas <laughs> in the sky and did not let them parachute down. So God said, 
these Goombas, they got to come down. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Nintendo World, uh, not all it's cracked up to be right now because can't, think how can't great it would have been. Though, also, be Osaka's in a state of emergency. Spell. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, oh my like, god, okay, this is amazing. Think, like, this is so immersive yeah. that yeah. these like Goombas are just falling. Hell it's yeah. like, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. But. Well, it falls on someone's head, and then they look like in Paper Mario when you put on the Goomba head and you run around. Oh yeah, and it could be oh. that in real life. Except, have, I wish have, I could be have in a concussion. Paper Mario in real life. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? If you were trapped in a game for the next year, mm-hmm. what what game and, would it be? Yeah, or but like, imagine if you had to be the Goomba. Oh God! Imagine if you had to be the Goomba on the first level. You had to be. The oh first my God! Goomba. Oh no! And you just get crushed over and over again by Mario, and every now and then by Luigi, mm-hmm. and. And you're like, that adds that's, insult to injury. Yes, that's even more insulting. But every once in a while, every once in a while, you get one of them. That's true. And then you get to watch them jump up in the air and then fall off the screen. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. would be satisfying. And then you're like, okay, I'm on a, I'm on a roll. I, Goomba's back, baby. And then just if you right got away. Once you got out of that, though, it would be like an in the mouth of madness situation <laughs> where you're kind of like, you're just done mm-hmm. <laughs> mentally. Can Goomba's scream? Um, uh, sort of. Well, they make that noise, that like low pitched. They sound kind of like a Pokemon, I think. Hmm. I'll have to do some science. What noise does what noise do Goomba make? Oh wait, Mario Party. Okay, Mario Party Five Goomba sounds. Let's. (laughs) Uh. Oh no, it's more like a squeak. Mm, yeah, no, that's I don't know about that. They can squeak, but they can't scream. Yeah. Uh if what you, is a Goomba supposed to be? <laughs> if you have ideas for what a Goomba scream would sound like, send them to a gaming at fix.space. Send us an MP3, send us an AUG or a FLAC, send us a lossless file of We your, will listen to it yeah, on the next yeah, podcast. We will, we will play it for the audience and uh then they can decide. The best Goomba scream. <laughs> the, the fucking people also ask on these is so funny. What is a Goomba supposed to be? Is Goomba a boy or a girl? What's the difference between a Goomba and a Goomba? <laughs> Who is Bowser Jr.'s mom? <laughs> it, it's a fair question. What does Goomba mean in Italian? <laughs> Did Luigi actually die? <laughs> How old is Luigi? Wait, wait, hold on. Can we go back to what does Goomba mean in Italian? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the answer? It means an, a close friend or associate. Oh, God. What is Mario? Oh, jeez. Oh, is Mario see, like John Wick like... and just like going through and murdering <laughs> all of his like old business associates? Is Mario Italian? I think some of these at the bottom are asking about slurs, and I'm not going to repeat oh, those. <laughs> no. Well, uh, so yeah, Nintendo World uh, in a, in the Did midst Luigi of a state actually of die is my favorite of those questions. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, it is yes. The year of Luigi was a memorial year for Luigi. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Um, Osaka's in a state of emergency. It should not be uh, USJ should not be open. This was an act of God telling man stop it. Um. Next up in Japan news, uh, 
Japan's weekly. Uh, does Famitsu do this? Let me let me double check. Uh, yeah, Famitsu reports. Oh uh, no, so it's Famitsu reports. Uh, the weekly chart from August second to eighth consisted entirely of Nintendo Switch games. Uh, their top thirty games sold uh, this week. I'm not sure. Uh, this is from Game Data Library, and I'm not sure if this includes digital. I think it's retail only. Uh, but yeah, thirty Nintendo Switch games make up the top sellers of retail sales in Japan. Want to take a guess at number one? Number one top-selling Switch mm-hmm. game, or number one top-selling retail game in Japan this week, or last week. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of what would be new-ish, but also popular. But maybe it's not new-ish. Maybe don't it's overthink Monster this. Hunt. Monster oh, Hunter yeah. Rise. Yes. That is um, number eighteen. Oh. Mario Kart. Number four. Okay. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, is it even on this? That is number 14. Okay. Going the wrong Super direction. Mario Odyssey. Um, Super Mario Party, number 12. Uh, Super <gasps> Mario Maker 2. I don't see Super Mario Odyssey. What? Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Why not? Uh, No. <laughs> What on earth? What is, is number, number one? Twenty-one. Uh, Minecraft. Oh, fourteen thousand nine hundred twelve oh. copies. I didn't know there was a retail version of Minecraft. You could a physical yeah. version. I mean, of course buy. there are, but uh, yeah. Well, I mean, on Switch, like I didn't know there was a. Yep, there is one on Switch. Switch. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. So I thought I was so one hundred percent sure you got it with Monster Hunter, and then it was like way low on the no. list. Uh, Mario Kart. I guess everybody already bought it. Like yeah. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe still at number four, despite being a launch game, is like, damn. Damn. 13,000 yeah. copies sold. Like, more 13,615 copies sold. The retail. Like, wow. Uh, another fun fact about this. It is the first time since uh, 1988 uh, when a single console was represented on this chart and uh another fun fact 1988 the only console considered for the for that chart was the famicom (laughs) uh in the past there have been like famicom super famicom game boy so like all nintendo consoles but there's never since then has never been a single platform uh since 1988 so that's fun Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's interesting uh, switch going strong over here in Japan uh, and in my heart. I, I picked up two Switch games, uh, you know, two weeks ago or something, and I've been doing Let's Go Pikachu and Ring Fit, and boy, are my arms tired. Switch has had a good, uh, good year, yeah. Uh, and then they were like. Oh, yeah, we're going to put our new Switch, and then everyone's like, oh, 4K, oh. But it seems like yeah. people who have put their hands on that new Switch seem to like it. Um, but Sure, it's a really nice screen. Yeah, it looks beautiful, <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, you know, I assume that'll do something for uh, the Switch again, like it always does. Nintendo's new hardware is uh, always moving stuff. 
Another thing. Oh yeah, it'll moves, sell out. Yeah. Another thing that moves Nintendo stuff is uh, games, and they have put out a new, or they put out an Indie World Showcase, right? Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what mm-hmm. they did, and that had eleven games, right? With like how many came out? Three, four. They, they dropped they dropped some games. Uh, I, Axiom Verge Two uh, came out, which I was very excited about personally. Because uh, mm-hmm. I still haven't played it, but I'm going to because I really like Axiom Verge One. Uh, what else was in this? I I did not get a chance to watch it. There's going to be a new um, Shovel Knight game. That's a puzzly um, po- Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. I am extremely excited about that. Um, because I love Shovel Knight. Uh, Shadow Dropped, like we said, um, Garden Story, Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, it also Shadow Dropped the Switch release of Islanders, which I really enjoy, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is that city-building game, which I is $5, which I feel like is a complete steal, because that game is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else was announced? It, sh- it showed Eastward, which was really looked beautiful. It's great. Where it's like, oh my god, I, I would love to play that game. Um, uh, the Necrobarista Switch Edition came out. Oh yeah, with new right. content because I was like, I was like, I don't know if I need to necessarily play this, but also uh, it looks real good. Mm-hmm. Um, Slime Rancher see. Portable Edition. Yep. All right. Loop Hero is coming to Switch. Right. Um, uh, Hundred Days is coming to Switch. That's kind of cool. Oh wow. Metal Slug Tactics, which I legit kind of want to play. <laughs> oh, 100 Days. I, I, I was that's a wine thinking of, Yeah, I was game. thinking of 80 Days. And I was like, oh, why didn't they put Overboard? But then, no, that's a different game. <laughs> uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk looks really cool. Um, that's a Jet Set Radio. <laughs> oh, right. yeah, that one looked really good. I was like, that, that, yeah, that had that really fun vibe to it. So I'm, I'm interested. To- has some good ass art, like a picture game. Hmm. Okay. Photo adventure. Uh, also, the uh, next Far game, which I didn't even mm-hmm. think they were going to make a sequel to, but that looks awesome. Hmm. Uh, Changing Tides. Uh, let me see. Uh, we said Boyfriend Dungeon, right? Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, they're Astroneer coming to Switch. Uh, yeah, they're, wait, Gang Beasts? <laughs> okay. Yep. It sure is. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, like, I don't know what the state of Gang Beasts is right now, but that's cool. I like Gang Beasts. Yeah, I these these indie um like Nintendo indie uh showcases are kind of some of my favorite showcases mm-hmm. in gaming. I mean, it introduced me to my favorite game of 2021, Nosia. Um but also I feel like I don't know. I I like that there's a big um you know, big push for like play these indie games. So, and and there's always some interesting stuff in there like, hey, we saw that Necrobarista, which was really cool. Didn't know if I needed to play that again, but then there's more stories, and I'm like, ooh, do I need to cry again over this game? <laughs> Probably. Is, uh, <laughs> is it, is, I assume that stuff's all coming to the PC version, right? I think so. Let me just double check. I, I assume. Um, it's, uh, I would let's assume see. as well. On Switch, uh, it's timed exclusive, but it will arrive on Steam. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Good for so, them. Yeah. And then I don't know. I feel like there's just so many like weird little games that just get highlighted. So I I was 
when I saw this was coming, I was just so jazzed and lots of cool stuff. And I immediately bought three games after the showcase. So that's <laughs> yeah. where I'm at as with my life. Mm-hmm. Hey, go live your best life. Like you deserve it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, indie showcase. I, and then there's going to be a Pokemon uh, presentation next week. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Wednesday. It'll be interesting because I, I still have, um, High expectations for the um, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I have less expectations for the other, the mm-hmm. Pokemon Legends Arceus. So I'm interested to see if that looks any better than what it has looked well, in the And past. I assume they're going to show off something new. It'll be something weird. It won't be like a new Pokemon game. It'll be something weird. and like, Or you know, it'll be a game, but it won't be like... The sequel to the one where they make you brush your teeth. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, something <laughs> like that. Or like... Did the, did that Pokemon Snap expansion stuff come out? I think so. But maybe they'll show more stuff for Pokemon Snap or something. Uh, you know, like they'll they'll show something weird like Pokemon Go to Pokemon Go to the polls. They'll finally release that. <laughs> COVID yeah, really messed I... it up. It was supposed to come out twenty twenty, <laughs> but it got delayed into twenty twenty one. Yes. I, I would be interested in Let's Go for Gen 2, but sure. I, I don't know yeah. if that'll ever happen, but right. that is I, I would my, just, my Give me Heart Gold, Soul Silver on the on Switch. Switch. Yeah. I agree, but also the cultural um, usage of Let's Go has changed, I feel, since so you want, the last Pokemon Let's Go. You want Pokemon Let's Fucking Go Yeah, we need Silver. Pokemon Let's Fucking Go. <laughs> If they did that, I would pre-order like both copies of that. Oh, of if, they, if they made it Blood Sponge King Go, I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm gonna do the thing I never do, which is buy both of the versions because you deserve it. Yeah. Um uh, man, that would be so fucking good. <laughs> They'd never do it, but what if No, they would never do it. But Society it's... if Game Freak yep. released Pokemon Let's Fucking Go Silver and Gold. Uh all right. Well, next news story. Pokemon adjacent, maybe. Uh, Knuckles the Echidna from Sonic the Hedgehog is hot. Certifiably. That's not news. Well, that's... <laughs> oh, sorry, now sorry. Only- I'm, I'm sorry. The The news is uh, Idris Elba will voice Knuckles the Echidna in the sequel Such to the Sonic casting. the Hedgehog movie. I could never have come up with better casting than that on my own. I, I know. I saw that and I was just like, this is... I, fucking rules. It's so good. I, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, the first movie, was better than it had any right to be. So I am, I'm going to go see this one I'm in theaters. I'm so thrilled that Idris Elba has entered the phase in his career where, where he is just like... Sounds fun. I'll do it. Yeah. Because well, he has they, nothing left to prove because he's a phenomenal actor yeah. and has proved it enough. He's been the sexiest man. Do whatever. He's, yeah. He can well, do. I asked this in our in our group chat. Like, is he just bad, like, questionable movie proof because he's so great? Like, yes. He, like, he, like, people, I don't know. He was in, he was one of the weirdest parts of Cats and it's still like, I don't know. I'm hype about Idris Elba. He I, was in a film where he looked at the camera and said, I'm black Superman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. The guy can do anything at this point. Yeah. It's... He he vanished a, a character in Cats away and went ineffable and then disappeared. It's like, it's like, he's the best, though. 
Yes, but you're kind he's of very, like he's very good. I'm I almost know. glad that he never got James Bond because I feel like if he had, I feel like everybody who who gets James Bond eventually just like eventually all they hates make is spy and war movies for the rest mm, of their career. But, uh, uh, hey, wait, hold on. Pierce Brosnan made Mamma Mia. Is, yes, Pierce Brosnan Which survived is that curse. The best. And uh, Daniel Craig has made gives, brought us the greatest character of modern cinema in uh, the SNL thing when he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend." No. <laughs> yeah. What's his foghorn leghorn ass name? Um, oh, Knives oh, Out, Benoit Blanc. Yeah, Knives Benoit out. Blanc. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot about him and Knives Out. Yeah. Like oh, that, that so is the only that is too. the only performance of Daniel Craig that I care about, but it is oh, I mean I love one of the those greatest. Bond. It is but I don't care for the Daniel uh, Craig Ball movies. Where but. he's just like walking around being like and and I, I remember when I did my um uh, Knives Out podcast, which is Knives Out Minute. Listen to that. Uh, but uh, it was, um, I, I think, I swear I found a script where it was like, he, where it shows like, he has a kind of muted Southern accent as like, no, he's just like, fucking goes for it. Mm-hmm. He's, he is doing it. It is the best. Anyway, Idris Elba, real good. Yep. I, Idris Elba's great. I'm excited for that Knuckles Sonic is movie. great. I'm hyped. Right. Yeah. It'll be fun. Like, I don't... Do we know who is playing Tails? Is Amy oh, man. in this movie? Who play Tails? Who I floated human? Big... Oh, okay. Big the Cat. I floated Seth Rogen for Big the Cat, which I think is... That, standing by that. You said that, and it was, like, flawless. Oh, I don't even have in my casting. head what Big the Cat sounds like. Um, <laughs> I just think Seth Rogen should play that character as Seth Rogen. No, you said that, and it was like, yes. Yeah. If there's anything else, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, yeah. What if the giant bomb floated this post Malone as Big the Cat? Nope. Fuck no, off. No. Get out of here. I don't no. want to see Posty's face it's anymore. Well, you I'm won't see Posty's face. You'll see I'm Big tired the of Cat's hearing face. I'm tired of seeing Posty's him. voice. <laughs> I don't think there's a specific. Tails actor yet, but I mean, we know that we are getting tails after the so ending they, of Sonic. Are we gonna put like Amy in it, or is it gonna be like Sonic kisses a human lady, and who's the human lady Both. Sonic will kiss? Wow, Both. wow. Okay, break boundaries. Who? Who is? Uh, oh, they're polyamorous. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, who is the human lady uh, that Sonic is going to kiss? Helen Mirren. Myla Kunis. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't shower maybe that's attracted to a hedgehog I just god I just I don't know why that's what I thought of um, Anne Hathaway sure uh huh yeah um, um, I don't know that's uh, Scarlett Johansson Scarlett, well probably. Scarlett Johansson is going to be Amy but she won't be CG it'll just be Scarlett Johansson <laughs> That's mm, yeah. So I, who's the what's the name of the horny character? In in Sonic, that's yeah. all of them. No, but the specifically horny one. I didn't know there was a horny character in Sonic. Oh yes, oh right. yes. Um, I am like thinking they have of uh, Rouge, Rouge the Rouge, Bat. Oh, that no, is yeah. She is a horny character. Yeah, no, that is one hundred. Her character design is like. Like, like we were talking about that with Naraka, but it's like Rouge is bad as like in it, it's for being in a kid's game. That's mm. that's it's fucking wild. 
also isn't i mean i this is i consumed very little sonic media in my life rouge the bat is also actively horny in the games like her character is very much like just inside of kid friendly like she wants to 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 fuck them all Mm. right i i thought that was her thing i don't know uh wow yeah this she has like a push-up bra and mm-hmm, uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh what is going on okay no this deviant picture <laughs> made it look real yeah, weird I would, uh yeah i wouldn't don't... go to deviant for your rouge no oh, no it wasn't yeah. deviant art it was thought, it was uh nice png <laughs> but it looks like a deviant picture don't google rouge the bat i mean it's not like just don't do it you don't need this in your life i bring it up because oh my god yeah some of this is I don't know what I expected. I'm I'm a little surprised at how high up in the search results some of this stuff is. That's oh that's god, weird. yeah, I know. God, I googled it too. <laughs> Sonic fans are perverts. So, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, mean, this isn't yeah, there. yeah. We've already. Oh, I there thought was... there's a there's a mouse pad. There's oh a mouse god, pad. Oh, there's always oh, a mouse god. pad. There... Oh no, it's actually a, only a pin. But why is that not a mouse pad? Okay, I don't know. There was anyway. I can't remember. My the point was oh, yeah. not who would play Rouge the Bat. My point was, um, like, do, are are they gonna? Are we gonna have a like? Now that Lola Bunny looks reasonable and and. Mm, and oh, stuff. there is definitely a mouse. Are the SJWs okay, going to come it. for Rouge the Bat next? Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> is Rouge the Bat when Rouge the Bat oh, makes it no. into the Sonic okay. films? Okay, like let's just. I uh, now I'm seeing all these Sonic mouse pads. Never mind, anime was a mistake. Uh, um, Sonic is not anime. Uh, there is, there might be a Sonic anime, but Sonic himself is not anime. No, uh, there was and, video I, I, games. See, fault. those are two separate. Those are two separate thoughts. Yeah. Like. Rouge the Bat existed in video games before she existed in in, in anime. True, Um, anime was fine until Rouge the Bat was animated. You know what? I don't understand. If you're gonna make a uh, that's a Rouge the Bat farting. That's weird. If you're gonna make a horny Rouge the Bat, why would you make her look more like a person? Isn't the whole point like you're into the like animal part of the thing? I, I, I don't understand. Don't, don't try to like. There was <laughs> there was a very funny tweet that I saw. It was like someone saying like, uh, like oh, Idris Elba is gonna make a bunch of people want to fuck an echidna, and then a follow up tweet. I'm now understanding that a bunch of you already wanted to fuck knuckles. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no. That's what I'm saying is it's weird to me to make your your de- sexy deviant art rouge the bat art her as more like a person because like uh, you know, hey do people what's People can do whatever you're, they you're want. Not a, people, you're not a furry, but you just really like Rouge the Bat. And, you know, there's nothing wrong hey, with that. You, people contain multitudes. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Rouge the Bat contains multitudes. Uh, it's I can't very funny. speak to this Rouge is, the Bat. I have zero I ta- experience I closed, with the character. I closed the Rouge the Bat tab, and the first thing my eyes went to, because we went over to a Twitter tab, was that Noam Chomsky is trending. And to go from Rouge the Bat to Noam Chomsky <laughs> trending was a very funny journey for my brain to take just now. I, I just keep wondering if, if there's people walking outside my apartment, if they hear me talking all loudly about Rouge the Bat. They don't know who Rouge the Bat is. <laughs> or they do, and you should be scared of those people. Yeah, I should be scared to live here now um, if, I, if other people in this building know who Rouge the Bat just, is. Just put up 
put up pictures of Rouge the Bat around the apartment and see if any disappear. You have to put like an air tag on them so that way when they disappear, you can find out who took it. Be like, oh, sure, sure, sure. Gotta stay away from this person. Uh, yeah. So that's your Sonic news. I can't believe I'm actually looking forward to a Sonic the Hedgehog movie sequel, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm. Uh, next news story. Uh, let me hold on. Okay. Uh, next news story. Infamous bathroom streamer, Dr. Disrespect, is starting a game studio. I guess they're making some sort of battle royale, was my understanding. Mm, very uh, original. Yeah. Uh, Guy Bream, I believe, is his name. And he was a level designer for Call of Duty, also, as I understand. Uh, so he's got experience. That before or after he cheated on his wife? Uh, maybe during. I don't know. Contemporaneously, <laughs> I cannot say. It just pisses him off whenever you bring that up because, and he's garbage. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bathroom streamers. Uh, like I don't even know. I who knows how if, long? Who knows if this will act, ever actually come out? The guy's got a lot of money, yeah, so he can yeah. like you know he can like you know fund a team to make a thing. But like how you know. How far does that get? Blah blah blah. Yeah. If you if if you don't if you don't want to see Doctor Disrespect's game fail, I would recommend looking up some clips of Doctor Disrespect because that guy is a lot worse than just the bathroom streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, like that's the most. I don't oh, know. totally. That's the yeah. most visible thing. But I hadn't. I didn't know like just how bad he was until around the time that that happened. And like, man, the casual misogyny and racism on his streams mm-hmm. is just wild. It is really depressing that kids watch that stuff. Like Ninja sucks. I think Ninja's, I've seen a lot of like shitty bullying from Ninja, which mm-hmm. is not cool that kids get exposed to it. But Dr. Disrespect is like, the stuff he says is like, how the fuck did you get a YouTube deal? Did anybody watch your streams? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. People eat it up though. It's, Yeah. Three point four four million subscribers, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I'm still waiting sad. to hear what people acted like. Oh, there's some some real stuff is going to come out about him with like the Twitch ban, and then just nothing ever came of that. Like, okay. I bet he pissed somebody off at probably. Twitch or something. He was probably yeah. like talking, like, oh, and then word got back to Twitch or whatever, and like, okay, you're gone. Uh, yeah, talking about violating your contract, you're done. Maybe who yep. knows. But uh, people, yeah, people were real, like, oh, hush, hush, like whispering and then nothing. Like, oh, come on. Why you got to be like that? Yeah. Um, and our last news story is uh, it's, it's a quickie. Xbox Cloud Gaming uh, or xCloud, if you're nasty, is now available on PC. When I... I know I used XCloud on PC like a month ago, month and a half. Uh, ago. That could have been beta, or might have been that it was beta. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, like it is now widely available. I, I believe you do have to be a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber to utilize it, which for me is a bummer because I just I don't have an Xbox. I've thought about buying an Xbox and then I would use it, but also I don't have a need for. But if you've got, if you're like Allison, and you've got a just a laptop, that could be a great option for you. If you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you had like an Xbox Series S or something, you were on the move, or if you say had a Steam Deck 
and then you're like, oh, I, I just want to play some like cloud games on my on my Steam Deck, you know, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so they're you know they're getting that out more available. I, it still uses mostly Xbox One S uh, hardware or like emu- uh, blades and their servers. They're upgrading those to One X, I think, or they're starting to. I don't even know. They're upgrading their stuff to yeah. like be more yeah. powerful. And uh, it was not a very good experience when I used it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it would be as, better than. Um, you know, I would assume that a, if you have a Chromebook or something, mm-hmm. that it would be better than trying to run something natively. Not that you even could on a Chromebook, but uh, sure, I'm sure that's better than some experiences. It worked better on phone for me, I think, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the why the fidelity seemed a little better on phones, but who knows? But uh, yeah, definitely a nice thing for them to get out there and spread some more. That uh, cloud gaming goodness, but as always with the cloud gaming, your experience will vary uh, depending on your connection and distance to data centers and all that stuff. Um, I saw some quote from Phil Spencer saying that like they had talked to platform holders about uh, you know Game Pass on their platforms, and most like none of them were interested. Uh, which, you know, obviously we haven't seen anything, but I think, you know, there's still hope someday, maybe, but not anytime soon. Uh, and they're all, they all seem to be doing their own thing. Uh, but, you know, built in, uh, it wasn't, isn't there something about Game Pass being built into some TVs now or like on the way with that? That was their, their plan. Okay. But Spencer talked about wanting that to be a thing. Okay. Into- oh my god, it's happening again. Noam Chomsky? Last week, last week on the Mario Party thing, they hit a point where oh, they uh-huh. were they kept rolling fives to get to the spot that sent them backwards, and then they'd roll a five to go backwards. And they kept doing it over and over again, and it's happening again this, in a different spot. This is your life now. <laughs> yes, I hate this. Uh, back in June... They said that TV. They're partnered with Samsung to bring XCloud cool. to TVs and other Samsung products, so like tablets and phones and whatnot. But Waluigi rolled a four. Thank God, Waluigi, always saving us from the hellscape we live in. Uh, but uh, yeah. Any other? Oh, I saw. So Battlefield. 2042 is having like a technical test like on PC mm-hmm. it was going and then console supposed to roll out. I know multiple people who got into that and I'm real pissed. Well, you know who's probably really pissed too? PS5 players because they canceled the PS5 test because of... They canceled it? The, oh, one of the people I know is a PS5 player. Uh, because there was some sort of issue. Uh, let me pull up the story. Uh, critical issue. Xbox invites fine. They went out. But uh Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know if there's going to be... Damn. Uh, yeah, so there will be future play tests they might do, they say, but uh, that's that's brutal. But, you know, it's... You can't, like, count on that stuff. Like, you know, there's... It's no, a test no, for a reason. Owed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you didn't pay yeah, for I'm, a technical test. <laughs> I continue. Did you see the... This is kind of news. Did you see what they... Uh, their what's it called uplink they have a mode that they had like described as like one of the pillars of the game the multiplayer stuff there's 
There's the multiplayer stuff. Or, well, there's the, like the, the base like, multiplayer. The, not the portal. Not that portal. portal. There's 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 the base multiplayer. There's the portal, and then there's this like uplink or whatever mode. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called, but it it came out that it's essentially Tarkov. Uh, oh, but with Battlefield. So it's which, just like big map, like survival. Big map thing. survival game, small squads. It's not a battle royale, but you're going around trying to complete little missions to upgrade your loot. Um, which is what Tarkov is. They've, you, they it, said it has a little bit of hunt showdown. It's like persistent too. loot. Presumably, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was not a lot of further details, but weird. that game is like they, not that far out. They haven't talked about. It. That's weird. But like, probably a Gamescom uh, that's coming up. So yeah, but man. If that game does like well polished Tarkov in addition to looking like the raddest multiplayer sure. shooter in yep. years, mm-hmm. holy shit. That would be so cool. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be something. Because conceptually, Tarkov is on another level. Like that the I the, the what's the stuff that game does is amazing, but it's also pretty clunky to play mm-hmm. and really hard, uh, and extremely Eastern European. <laughs> um <laughs> so it's not everybody's cup of tea, but if they could find a way to make that like more palatable mm. um that could be a enormous uh huge huge blow up for them um cuz tarkov is like i think that game could be like the next battle royale the next kind of like oh shit we have to pivot all of our battle royales to have something like this in them mm-hmm. um with the way that it's designed and that fortnite will have it in like you know by january <laughs> i'm honestly surprised fortnite doesn't already have it frankly uh-huh. uh because it's, I mean, Tarkov's like if you kind of mixed the battle royale genre with Destiny. Yeah, it's really the closest mm-hmm. that you can. Uh, or really, Diablo is a better example because you mm-hmm. do inventory Tetris. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, that I think we can wrap up with that that bombshell of a. Uh, there is uh, some some footage from the technical test, yeah, you can which find isn't supposed footage. to be out there. But uh, if you want to, it check looks that fine. Out. It looks like Battlefield. Uh, if it plays well and the maps are good that's the thing that matters to me yeah um, there's some very cool footage of the like in-game menu that you use to put your attachments on mm-hmm. the guns that seems to be a big thing this time out is you change the attachments on your guns on the fly um which is cool uh, also a very tarkov thing so i just remembered so remember abandoned that uh, oh yeah we should hit on hazard zone by the way is the name of that mode not uplink okay uh so abandoned the game by blue box that everyone was losing their minds over assuming it was like some kojima secret project silent hills revived or whatever uh they put out their like uh their play what was it their real-time experience app on the ps5 Mm -hmm. where people could uh download it and there will be is going to be updated over time with new trailers and playable things and blah, blah, blah. And it got delayed for some reason. There are like some technical issues. And then like a few days ago, they put out like a little mini trailer and they're like, Oh, soon. And then finally, uh, like today or yesterday, I guess, Friday, the program updated and people got in and there are like space for a few trailers, but there's only one available right now. And like a few spaces for playable things. The trailer in the app is exactly what they uploaded to Twitter, maybe with mm-hmm. like five extra seconds on it or something. But like mm-hmm. the whole thing is like 20 seconds long and shows basically nothing. Shows a very nice floor texture. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's just incredible. People are like so mad. It's so funny. Uh, well, and I, I saw some stuff. I don't know. I haven't done the, the investigating. So this, it could mm-hmm. be bullshit, but somebody put together a timeline of blue box studios. Mm-hmm. This is not the first thing they've done. No, or at least not the first thing they've announced. No. They've been yeah. announcing games and then, and then going, Oh, technical issues, delay, and then the game just disappears for like six years. Yeah, um, they keep they had one game that they put out in early access on Steam that was mm-hmm. a disaster, mm-hmm. and then they they sold it to another studio to fix, and then the studio just didn't do anything with it. <laughs> um, like it's like the whole thing is it's, uh, Kojima uh, playing the long game. No, it's not. Know, it's oh not, God, it's not. It's not. It's a it's a bad studio that is in over their heads. It's that got too much press. The, the real wild thing is like like what did Sony see to go like you know what we're giving you a like a big like highlight spot on the PlayStation blog, which seems to be like kind of their their thing for indies at this point. It's just like oh yeah we'll throw you on the PlayStation blog. We're, we won't do a whole video or whatever, and you know like they got people talking and now like. What are they? What is you doing? Out of this world, but yeah, I'm. Since I haven't like worked myself up into believing, like, oh, it's Kojima, it's gonna be Silent Hills. Like, I, I'm not. I'm just like, what? Can we? The problem. The problem. Are we gonna is actually that, see anything? Like, when is this game coming out? What is happening? Why? The problem is too that it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter how uh, painfully obvious it is that it's nothing. People still like I'm looking at a post from yesterday after it was just that's that shitty thing of someone freeze framing a shot that doesn't look anything at all like a shot from PT and then putting it next to a shot from PT to imply that there's a connection like (laughs) I don't know it's it's ridiculous I, I don't I don't get it. They, yeah, uh, people plan themselves. They work themselves into a shoot. They uh, said that there were multiple engine issues and graphical glitches, and that's why they had to delay the trailer, the six-second teaser trailer. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't... Uh. they made like everything harder on themselves by making this app. Like, because they're also uploading everything online. They're like, oh, you can just you can watch it in real time. Like, and like, sure, like things are going to look better in your PS5 than they do in a YouTube window. But also, you're, why'd you waste your time making this app? Just put out, like, if you want to make a playable thing, make a playable thing, put that out. Don't do this what other, like, oh, real time experience. Like, no, we don't care. I think what the, the reason they're doing all this is investment money. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have to have investors because they've yeah. never actually put anything out. And they still exist. Yeah, the investors um, Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. See, follow the money. <laughs> uh, and so either Sony gave them a, some cash or somebody Lost gave them legacy. some money. And this is all just hype building to try to make that happen. I don't know. It's I I, I don't know if it, based on like what we heard about Sony's interactions with indies from like you know that stuff that came out a little bit ago. Like I have a hard time believing that. Sony is like actually doing much at all with this. Maybe they like they like talk to them about like the real time experience app because that's like kind of a new thing. But also, mm-hmm. it's just like 
the new idea for this kind of stuff, but also it's just they're pushing you're in a menu and you're pushing a button. If anything, this app made me think of Resident Evil, like Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Eight, with like the aesthetic and yeah, that's what it made me think of. Not Silent Hill, not uh, not Kojima, Resident Evil, Resident yep. Evil Nine coming this January, confirmed. Not. But what if? What if it was? I can dream. Speaking of dreaming, I should probably get to sleep <laughs> real soon here. Oh, that's great! I gotta, I gotta get up, play some. Dungeons I got race cars to drive. Yep, and then race cars to watch and Dungeons and Dragons to play. It's gonna be a big Dungeons day. to Dragon and Dragons to Dungeon. Uh, that cars to NAS. Don't be careful with that NAS. Don't want to blow up or something. Blow a fuel gauge. Uh, uh, that is going to do it for episode 185 of the Gaming Fix podcast on August 14th, 2021. You can find the podcast wherever fine podcasts are distributed and downloaded. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash fixpodcasts or uh, fix.space if you want to head over to our website for some reason where you can find links to our RSS feeds and Spotify and all that good stuff if that's how you like to do things. You can send us questions to gaming at fix.space. Send us your Goomba cries, Goomba screams, your best Goomba scream uh, as a FLAC or uh, AUG file. You can... uh, Leave us a review on podchaser.com slash gaming fix. That really helps us out. And or on whatever platform iTunes, I guess, is the most common podcast review platform. I don't I don't know about other podcast reviews. I never review podcasts. I shouldn't say that. Go review our podcasts. We'll love you forever mm-hmm. if you, you do. Uh you can find me, Andre, aka your partner's favorite machine on twitter at coolslaw c-o-o-l-s-l-4-w at where can people find you you can find me at pjc plays on twitter and allison find me on twitter at w-r-i-t-e-r-s-e-r-e-n-y-t-y and thank you to jeff davis uh, at stranger peace on twitter for letting us use uh, or for making us our theme music uh, very much appreciate that Thank you to thanks to you, the listener. Stay wet, gamers. We don't say we don't say it enough. We don't say it enough. Stay wet, gamers. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>